the choice of Musa Ekurleni and uh, Simply Red with the, the track Fake. And of course, it's time for you to send in those big fat juices. I see someone send in some tips on kidneys and liquid retention. We'll find out a bit more about that. You're welcome to uh, send in your comments about the kidneys. Someone was saying fruit is always better than fruit juice. And it's true. I've just eaten an apple and I'm like my energy has just shot up through the roof. Isn't that amazing? So 13 past eight and we're going to a story of an event that is happening today and then it's not happening again. My heart is breaking just at the thought of it. It's a project that's taking place. Um, it's called The New Covenant. It's bringing together a choir, a poet, a writer and an instrumental ensemble and uh, talking to climate change and, of course, our responsibility to the earth as well. It seems kind of right, given that uh, we are moving into spring, so we are reminded once again of our role as a guardian of the earth. Who's on the line? Well, the poet's on the line. Lebo Mashile, always an absolute delight to speak to you. How are you? Oh, Michelle, you are my fave, fave, fave from way back. As soon as I knew that I was going to be doing this project, I knew I had to speak to you about it. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Jeez, it sounds like an extraordinary event. Tell us what uh, people can expect and see when it takes place. Yo, it is epic, epic, epic. I feel like I've been working my, my for the last two decades plus to build the chops to be able to do a production like this. Yeah. Um, so the piece was originally written by, uh, by Anki Kroch in 2018, 2019, um, and, and it was staged in Cape Town. It, is a, it takes the form of uh, a mass, a mass service, but it's not, it's not overtly religious. Uh, so, you know, don't expect to be browbeaten over the head with, with religious messaging. It is a, it's about how we as human beings are connected to the earth, how we are harming the earth. Um, and how we how we basically need to wake up and realize that what we do to the earth is what we do to ourselves. And it is written in the most exquisite language by Anki Croft. She originally wrote it in Afrikaans. It, she also translated it herself into English. I'm performing the English for the very first time. And we are, I, I have the privilege of working with, for the first time, uh, the exceptional UJ uh, choir yeah. under the conductorship of the, the, just the incomparable Renette Bauer, who has won numerous awards for the work that she's done with UJ. They are flawless. The soundscapes that they are creating go go beyond what we understand choral music to be. There's parts where they are embodying what the air sounds like, what trees sound like. And just to hear the, the spoken word and the music and, and the, 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 the voices uh, in harmony with each other, speaking to each other, it, it's unlike anything that I've ever experienced or been a part of before. You know, when I read it, I just thought, Mike, this is going to be a stage filled with people, filled with sound. Yes. Um, it, it really looks like something which is like a mass experience, if one can say that. It really is. And I mean, we were at the Linda yesterday, you know, setting into the venue. We've been rehearsing for a while, but yesterday was our first time in the venue. And I, I cannot overstate how beautiful the acoustics in the Linda Auditorium yeah. are. I mean, the Linda was built for orchestra, so it was designed with the intention of creating beautiful sound. And when we heard our voices in, in, in that 
space. I mean, it was just overwhelming and breathtaking. I, I think this is, I know people hear, you know, they hear choral music, a choir, orchestra, poetry. It all sounds very, very high art, but it's incredibly accessible. This is, this, we want to, we want to move people. This is a moving experience. It is a, there's so many different kinds of people on stage, all ages, all races, all backgrounds. So I feel like there's an entry point for everyone into the story that we're telling. Ultimate, and, and, and paramount is the fact that all of us, we share this planet together. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a beautiful kind of intergenerational, cross-cultural, cross-medium dialogue that's happening with this piece. Um, but ultimately, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a piece of art that goes straight into people's hearts. Even even us, like we we come out of rehearsals crying. <laughs> Lebo, why are there only two shows? Uh, you know what? I, I don't even know how to answer that, Michelle. Um, I mean, I'm infinitely grateful to the University of Johannesburg Arts and Culture for the work that they do. Yeah. A lot of the, the, the groundbreaking, pioneering work that they're doing with creatives yeah. in, in Johannesburg, in Gauteng, is unlike any other academic institution in the country at the moment. You know, they're current, they're relevant, and they're putting their money where their mouth is. And, and it is, it's an institution that's also populated by creatives. It's run by people who are practicing artists themselves. So it's a no-brainer that they, they, they produce the show, that they put the money up for this, you know. Yeah. But it needs, it, needs massive, um, it needs massive investment. I mean, you've got 120 bodies on stage. We need a venue that can hold those kinds of bodies, yeah. that, that, that space and an audience. Um, I mean, I think that this show is perfect for, we could do another run at the Lynn, I think that it would be perfect for Joburg Theatre, actually, you know. Yeah. Um, I just hope that with more people experiencing it today, and I think it's also perfect that it's spring day. I mean, everyone gets so excited to get out of the house on this weekend, especially in Johannesburg, with the trees blooming again and yeah. the weather's changing. <laughs> so it's the right message, right time, and hopefully the right audience for us today. Lebo, in closing, it is something which talks to how we think of ourselves as uh, we live on this earth as someone who has children. The criticality of engaging with climate, climate change, and how we look after the earth must not be lost on you, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you listen to the projections that the scientists are making of what the earth will look like, just not even very far, like in 2050, 2060, 2070, you know, we will be old goggles by then, but our ch my children will be reaching the, 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 the most vibrant part of their lives in an earth mm. that will be scarred by increasing temperatures, scarred by uh, refugees, and, and ever-increasing and ever-escalating population of refugees who will be forced to leave their homes. Billions yeah. of people en masse who will not be able to inhabit their countries because of what we have done to the earth. So, you know, the power is in our hands. And even for us as, as, as people, as, as individuals, as consumers, we also have the power to lobby our governments. We also have the power of, of uh, deciding which companies we choose to purchase from and support. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is this is an incredibly urgent message for our times. And I think we've, you know, 20 years ago, if you spoke about climate change, a lot of people would have dismissed you and said, ah, whatever, this is for quacks and hippies. But now we have seen what it is doing. We've seen Durban, we're seeing Hawaii, we've seen the fires everywhere from mm. Australia to California. Um, this is, and, and we know how vulnerable 
our continent is in terms of resources, access, inequality. We already struggle in terms of, you know, just the social, political, and economic uh, climate that we are in as a continent. What more if we factor in the the beauty of Africa now being uninhabitable? It's, Mm. It's hard to even fathom. So, you know, bring your kids, bring your grannies, bring your aunties, bring everybody. This is a show for everyone. And it's not that long. You know, it's under an hour. Um, so it's it's you 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 get you get the you get the punch in the heart you get a big hug and then we leave. <laughs> Lebo, it's always a delight to talk to you, Lebo Mashile. She's a poet. She'll be performing in an extraordinary work. It sounds like an extraordinary work, the New Covenant. It'll be staged at the Linda Auditorium today with a matinee at three and then a gala performance at uh, seven o'clock. As she said, it's an hour. You'll be able to get out of there and uh, go on to your next event, but it sounds like the perfect thing to do. Getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. 8.22, you are with the JSB, and it's a delight to be with you. We've got uh, many stories to take you through to 10 o'clock and stories that will inspire you, that will also delight you, but will also make you think, wow, you have to have energy and bravery to do it. So imagine this. Imagine that you embark on a 42.3-kilometer run through northern Greenland. It's a marathon in one of the coldest places in the Arctic. And how do you do it and why do you do it? You do it because you want to help a community and upskill them and run rescue programs. We're going to first talk to the managing director of the foundation, that is being supported. And then we've got a soundbite from the person who is doing the run. The person who is doing the run is Stuart Deal Smith. But first, let's chat to Mark Moore. Mark Moore is the Managing Director of the No Stone Foundation. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, it's really good to be here. Thanks for having us. Um, Mark, what is the No Stone Foundation? Oh, man, it's... You know, I spoke to a school yesterday, and they asked me, why why are you here? And in a nutshell, it occurred to me that <clears throat> I will, I'm, I'm one of the few that, that was privileged. I was privileged enough to, to, to get an education. I was privileged enough to, to to really work with what I had. And I live in a community now that, oh, man, it's, it's, a, it's a tragic community. It's a little rural village in Carbos Kral, and it's got fetal alcohol syndrome. There's so much theft. There's so much going on, but, that, but it doesn't move. So I said, hang on a second, let me take the relationships that I've got and let's see what we can do in this village. And, and we formed the No Stone Foundation. Uh, I've been coaching for 40 years uh, at various levels and various sports, but now I'm actually coaching, well, youngsters. I'm coaching adults uh, and, and on things that they, they just don't know. It, it's a travesty. We, we as a country have let them down significantly. Uh, and we're trying to fill some gaps. So what kind uh, of things do you actually do with the No Stone Foundation? Uh, well, top of the list, I guess, would be our reading and remedial reading program. Yeah. Um, recently, a, a survey went out and showed that only 18.1% of grade four South African learners can read for competency in their own home language. And it went even further to say of that 18%, only 10% are boys. So if you think about that for a moment, our boys in grade four, 1% of our boys can read. 
So if you can't read, you can't do anything. You can't do maths. You can't, but our, our, we, we just moved them through the system. And they get to grade five, grade six, and they're being laughed at because they can't read, so they leave school. So that would be the one of our, our, our main entries is, is the reading program. We also do computer literacy for, for young and old. And by the way, for the reading, we do adults as well. And we got a feeding scheme. We feed between three to 500 people a day, um, elderly and kids at school. Then we got some animal rescue, two animal rescues, one that specializes sure. in cats, dogs, uh, sports. We, you know, things to things to 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 give young people the opportunity to to be part of something other than the gangs or, or other than the life that they have, that they have access to. So, so let's talk. Um, Stuart Deal Smith is going to embark on a journey which um, you'd have to be mad to do it. Well, I would think you would have to be mad. It's hard to to imagine. Um, tell us what he's going to be doing. Stuart, first of all, Stuart and I go right back to being in nappies together. Uh, we, we were born two weeks apart, and our moms were mates. So we go back almost sixty years. So it's been an epic journey. We were at school together. And he's over in Europe. I'm in South Africa, and and we have different religious and philosophical views. Me being a pastor, and him, well, not. And um, when I when I started this foundation, I said, Stuart, I want you to be involved. And he said, What? Well, what can I do? I said, Well, for one thing, you can help us raise money. The dollar or the pound or the euro can go a long way over here. Yeah. And then he started. He, he came over here and he had a look, and he and he spent two weeks with me in Carbus Kral, and he calls me Jock. I said, "Well, you know, Jock, we're going to do this." And so what he's doing is he is a madman. We knew each other from Boy Scouts to to Cubs to the whole way through, and he he's in terrific shape, and this is the kind of thing that he does. So he he decided, hang on a second, this one, he's actually going to go ahead and do one of the most toughest marathons, one of the toughest physical tasks you can do. And he's going to do it to raise awareness and try to raise some funds for us at the No Stone Foundation because we're non-funded. So um, if people are listening to this and say, okay, we'd like to support the No Stone Foundation, how do they do that? Well, firstly, go to our website, www, the three dubs, then no dash org and on the front page you will see our contribution you can help us through paypal you can help us direct eft and rest assured every cent that comes in goes where it's aimed it goes where it should every single person in our foundation is a volunteer there's not a single person that earns a salary or even a stipend wow every cent goes where it goes so um, let's let's uh, let's find out what uh, Stuart has to say. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that website again is no-stone.org. And uh, Stuart Deal Smith is, in fact, as we speak, embarking on a journey as he runs and prepares for the Polar Circle Marathon. That's going to take place in October. I mean, I can't think of anything worse, but there we go. Some people will do it for good causes.